Shalom everybody, we are continuing with where we left off in the Kutah Lachot section or Achaim, the laws of giving thanks, the blessings of Hoda'a, uh, discourse number 6, paragraph 11. Uh, where we left off is Rav Nosin is showing us the idea of drawing the joy of Shabbat into every day of the week and how that's our main sustenance in this world, right? And this is why there's also a transition between the six days of the week into Shabbat with the Psalm 107, which is customarily recited before the Mincha prayer on Friday in order to enter the sadness of the weekdays into Shabbat and giving thanks that we made it through all the challenges of the week and yet we're around and we survived and we're to give thanks that we're now entering Shabbat. And then Rav Nosin said that this idea of Jewish, the sages say that we have to draw the holiness of Shabbat into the rest of the week. Like we got the quote of the Gemara from Matzachet Beitza about the conduct of Shammai, that he already from the first day of the week, Sunday, would already remember Shabbat by purchasing and buying items for the sanctity of Shabbat. And if we find something better, that new item would be for Shabbat and the lesser one would be now for Chol, for a weekday usage. But it shows you that he was always on Shabbat mode of thinking. So if Nassim shows this even further, showing how we, this is in our everyday davening. Look what he says. hashir <coughs> shalyom. This is the, the, also the same idea, the concept of the song of the day. In the morning prayers, shacharit, towards the end, before en kelokeinu, it's the custom by all of us to say psalms corresponding to the day of the week. So Sunday has a specific psalm, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, every day has a psalm. And the opening is, this is the song of the first day of Shabbat. We don't say of the week. We say this is the song of the first day of Shabbat, the second day of Shabbat. We say Shir of Shabbat. There's different customs in the wording between Sfarim and Ashkenazim, but both say that, and this was sung in the Beit HaMikdash. Sfarim say, Halevim ala Duchan. This was sung by the Levim on the Duchan when they would stand up and singing while the Korbanot were being offered by the Kohanim. And the Ashkenazim have the song that was sung when the Beit HaMikdash was standing. The point is, that these songs that we sing every day, again, every Sunday, every Monday, Tuesday, was exactly the song that was sung in the Beit HaMikdash, and we're singing it in the davening, and we mention song, Shabbat, Beit HaMikdash. Okay? Look what he says, Rav Nosim. This idea of the song of the day that we say in the morning prayers, She'az daika mazkichin Shabbat v'chol yom v'yom. You notice, like we mentioned, that specifically, it's specific that we mention Shabbat in every day. Like we say in the opening, before saying the Psalm of the day, the song of the Psalm of the day, Hayom yom echad b'Shabbat. Today is day one of Shabbat. We don't say day one of the week. Day one of Shabbat. Hayom yom sheni b'Shabbat. On Monday we say today is the second day of the Sabbath of Shabbat. Connecting every day to Shabbat. It's not the day of the week, it's the day of Shabbat. What's going on here? Rav Nosin is as like pointing out something which is sharp here, which is pretty amazing. Really, the wording should have been the day of the week. First day of the week. Second day of the week. And the wording of, of, of the prayer services is first day of Shabbat, second day of Shabbat. What's going on? Good point, Rav Nosin is breaking out here. And then the song of the day, we say then the song of the day that was said and recited by the Levites, sung by the Levim in the Holy Temple. 
So to explain, Kishir Bechinat Simcha. What is song? Song, Shir, is an expression of joy. Okay, pretty clear. Hainu Shemazkirin Atzman Kedushat Shabbat. The joy here of the song is that we're reminding ourselves of the holiness of Shabbat. Because if you remember, we said Shabbat represents the future world. It's a foretaste. It's me'en olam baba. It's a foretaste of the future world where everything will be good. Everything will be fixed. There will what to be truly happy about. And this happiness of the future world is what can sustain us even now. I think we mentioned it. We'll mention it again. That once someone came to Avnosim complaining about all his sorrow, all his difficulties, and he said, how could I possibly be happy? So Avnosim said, borrow it. Borrow the Simcha from the future. Number one, from future happy events. But like he said here, Avnosim, from the final, final future event, the final end, when then everything will be rectified. Everything will be set perfect and in place. There will be nothing to cry about. Tap into that joy of the future using your imagination and your faith. Draw it into the present world. This is what Shabbat is. Why every week we have Shabbat? To give us a foretaste of this joy of the future so that we can draw it into our everyday, our present day because it's practically impossible to maintain happiness with the grind of the challenges of the exile that we're going through in a daily life. Everyone has crazy things happening to them, going through, and they need joy from another plateau, another dimension, another level, in order to be happy now. If you try to find happiness in this situation, when you're over, there is happiness in this situation, but you need that boost to help you to find it. The boost of Nosin is saying here is the future joy. To be in future mode. Yes, you have your feet on the ground. Yes, you're, you're mitsuti, you're actual. You're not just living in limbo. You are actually living in the present. But your head is connected constantly to the future joy, the future redemption, so that you can draw in the joy of the future to your daily struggles, so that you can manage and overcome and overpower the, the, the challenges of life, of the suffering, which try to make you sad and depressed, that now you have a, a, an upper hand and strong footage to overcome it. And, and also, like Rav is going to say, to get out of the, 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 the sadness of the challenge, to have a solution. Okay? So it's amazing. He's connecting the Beit HaMikdash with Shabbat and joy. Okay, so one more time. In other words, every day of the week, since Simcha and Joy are synonymous, okay, and we say of Shabbat, we are reminding ourselves the holiness of Shabbat every day of the week, not to lose it. Because Shabbat, the future salvation, the future good, is the idea of song, giving thanks. And joy. Shabbat, the commentaries say, we're going to see on Psalm 92, the commentaries say that Shabbat, because it's a day of rest, you have clarity, you're not overburdened by the daily uh, busyness of work, etc. So you have clearness of the head to see how Hashem is really amazing and good. And there's so, so much to be happy and thankful about that it's a day of hoda'ah. 
It's a day of thanksgiving, believe it or not, because of the rest that you have that allows you to relax and see clarity, clearly the greatness of Hashem and the miracles you're having and the goodness that you have in your life. And it's not as bad as you think it is, chas v'shalom. Shabbat is the idea of singing, because the expression of hoda'ah, of thanks, because it goes out in, in singing. And giving, th- and giving thanks represents joy. So all three are synonymous. Shir v'hoda'ah v'simcha. Ki ikar hashir v'hoda'ah shei bechinat simcha. Because again, he's, he's, he's saying the point here. The essence of singing and giving thanks, which is the idea of joy, hu b'shabbat, is on Shabbat, like we just explained. B'vchinat, like, like we say in the opening psalm, right, when we begin Friday night, when we enter the Kabbalat Shabbat, right, Mizmor Shir Liyom HaShabbat, Tov Lehodot Lashem, Psalm 92, right, Shabbat is the time for all three, like it says in Psalm 92, Mizmor Shir, a, a uh, expression a, a mizmor, a, a, a psalm, that's another translation of a mizmor, a liturgy of song for the day of Shabbat. Okay, so here's Shir associated with Shabbat, like it says in the opening verse of Psalm 92. Second verse, Tov lehodot Hashem. it is good to give thanks to Hashem. And this is on, based on the opening verse, on the day of Shabbat, and then etc. The third verse, right? Alei asor v'aninavel, or the fourth verse, I think it's verse number four. No, it's it's verse yeah, verse number four. Ale uh, It's upon me asor to sing Hashem on a ten-stringed instrument. In other words, expression of song and melody. Vale navel. Navel is also another expression of a type of a harp, a special harp. It's called navel because it makes all musical instruments, other musical instruments, look like uh, like. Uh, What's the word? Carnage. <laughs> Car- carnage. Corpses. Okay? So the song, the song of Shabbat is so powerful. It's like, it's upon me to bring a violin and a harp and to sing to Hashem. Why? Etc. Because Hashem, you have made me happy because of your doings, your deeds. The mastery of, of workmanship. The commentaries say something amazing. You know, when a, when, you're, when, a, when a craftsman is making an item, so long as it's not complete, you don't see the beauty of the item. Like he's making a diamond or making a type of a, a sculpture or an etching. You don't see yet the, the beauty until it's finalized. So in the middle, it could look a bit ugly. I don't see anything. Wait a second. Let's clean it up. Let's patch it up. Let's now, you know, polish it. Now what do you see? Oh, now I see it. So too... Mankind, the completion of mankind will be only after 6,000 years. During the 6,000 years, what do we see? Suffering, exile, the Holocaust, pogroms, assimilation, Jews falling off the path, deaths, cancer, divorces, all types of crazy things that we're going through in Galut. And you begin to wonder, what's to be happy about? What's to be happy of being a Jew? You know, why should I be happy after what happened, what I went through, what my family went through, what we're going through? What's to be happy about? So you say, wait a second. We're not finished yet. The completion of Hashem's workmanship of mankind will only be after the sixth millennia, which corresponds to the seventh millennia, which corresponds to the seventh day of the week, Shabbat. The six days of the week are this world, the 6,000 years, the sixth millennia, and Shabbat is the final one, the seventh millennia. We're not there yet. And it's only once you reach Shabbat, the seventh millennia, 
Tov lehodot l'Hashem. Now it's good to give thanks on the formation of man, of mankind. Hashem's work. Okay, kisimachta nashi befaolecha. Hashem, you brought me to rejoice over your paolecha. That's what we're saying now until now. That the complete joy and the complete recognition of Hashem's workmanship, how it's so beautiful and perfect, is only in the future. So what can I do now? Is connect to, wait a second, hold on, and the end it's going to be perfectly fine. You're going to see the clarity and the goodness and everything. So that's the case. I have to keep my mind and eyes and heart and emuna focused on that future good and draw it into the present moment. Okay? That's hinted to in these four or five opening verses of Psalm 92, which we start off Shabbat, Kabbalat Shabbat, before the evening prayer of Friday night, of Shabbat, we say this chapter, chapter 92. Okay? Because Hashem then, corresponding to Shabbat, which is the future world, do you bring me Hashem joy? It's interesting, amazing, that this Psalm was composed, some say, by Adam, and some say by Moshe Rabbeinu, and some say that Moshe Rabbeinu discovered, rediscovered the psalm. But the psalm came about an amazing story. This psalm was already revealed by Moshe Rabbeinu in Egypt while the Jews were still in bondage. And in fact, the Midrash says that he wrote this psalm plus the other 10 psalms that he composed. I think it's from Psalm number 90 to, uh, one, uh, to 100. You count that, that's, so that's 11 psalms. He wrote Moshe Rabbeinu all these psalms and to give strength to the Jews in their bondage he wrote them on scrolls to be distributed among the Jews so that they can hold on. And at the same time Pharaoh, the wicked Pharaoh made the Jews work seven days a week. So Moshe Rabbeinu told Pharaoh listen, you want to keep your slaves, right? You don't want to lose your slaves. If you get them working seven days a week they're going to just wither and die. You're going to lose your slave, your, your slavery, your, the, all the money and, the, and all the um, the benefits that the Egyptian society is gaining from the Jewish bondage and slavery, you're going to lose by having them work seven days a week. Give them a break. That way they can regain their strength and start for the next week. So Pharaoh says, you're right. Which day, which day is a good day? Moshe Rabbeinu suggested Shabbat. This is before the Torah was actually given. He suggested Shabbat is a great day. And that's why this psalm, also the Midrash says, commemorates Moshe Rabbeinu choosing this day. This is a song for this day, the seventh day Saturday, the day of rest. And it's good to give thanks that we gave the Jews this break. That Moshe Rabbeinu was able to get the Jews off of work on Shabbat. They had Shabbat off, believe it or not, while in bondage in Egypt, thanks to Moshe Rabbeinu. And this psalm was the result of that. Like we said, some say Adam Rishon Piskei Rabbi Eliezer says it's Adam Rishon, but it was lost, and Moshe Rabbeinu rediscovered it, and it was rediscovered at the time that he gave this advice to Pharaoh. Okay, but the point is, it's a day of rest, it's a day to give thanks, it's a day which represents the future good, that everything's going to be amazingly fixed, and it is what to be happy about then, and now Shabbat today is to connect to that future joy and future redemption. That's the idea of Shabbat, but it's not enough. To draw the light of Shabbat into other six days. That's the challenge. That's the thing. That every day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm connected to Shabbat. That's why. Shir Ayom Yom Achad Shabbat Kodesh. Today's Sunday, the first day of Shabbat. Second day of Shabbat. Because we're trying to connect every day to Shabbat. Let's hear it in our
elaborates this, okay? Okay? From Shabbat, which again represents the future redemption, from there was drawn all of the songs, because it's joy, that the Levites would sing and say in the Holy Temple every single day. Each shir shel yom, the shir for Sunday, the song for Monday, Tuesday, the, the melody that came about was drawn from the joy of Shabbat. The Levites received their energy to produce amazing, amazing melodies in the Holy Temple, at a level which all of mankind's power of music is zero compared to the beauty of the melodies that were being played by the Levim and the Beit HaMidash. So people should know that. That as much as you like Mozart and, and classical music and any type of amazing, amazing presentation, it's zero compared to what was in the Beit HaMikdash. Because he's saying here of Nosim, the music was drawn from the Le- by the Levim to sing and the melodies were produced due to the holiness of Shabbat, which shone in the Beit HaMikdash and every single day of the week. And that... Light of Shabbat is connected to the future redemption of complete joy and song and happiness. Strong enough to give them the ability to make songs every day of the week. Okay? Every day. This is why today, in our exile now, in our morning prayer services, Mazkirin Shabbat Daika Etzel Ashir Shel Yom. We specifically mention, specifically mention Shabbat by the song of the day. The song which is sung on the first day of Shabbat, the second day of Shabbat. In order to draw, even now, even today, in the six work days, the joy of Shabbat into every single day. And what do we say? Then this is like the new sach of Ashkenazim in Chasidim. We say specifically, and this was the song, that was the word of the song, the psalm that was chosen, that the Levites would say, recite, while singing in the Holy Temple. All this is the idea we mentioned, that these three are connected. Song, Shabbat, Beit HaMikdash. Shemazkirin Gamata. That we, we mention, we remember now, even now in our exile, in the work days, the challenges of the week, the song of the Beit HaMikdash, which was back then, which is the idea of joy. Why are we doing this today? All of this we do in order to drop on ourselves already from the concept of Shabbat in every day so we don't have too much bitterness or even any bitterness. It depends on us how much we draw the Simcha and the holiness of Shabbat into every day. Okay? This is the idea that we should draw Shabbat attitude and atmosphere into the six work, work days of the week. And what is Shabbat? Shabbat Shabbat represents the final end that then the Holy Temple will be rebuilt, the final redemption and then the joy will be immense the, the, the joy will be humongous through mentioning this every day we can bring joy upon ourselves even now 
even now in our exile, with this amazing hope. Kisof kol sof. Rav Nosson's words are powerful. Kisof kol sof yit taken Because in the end of the end, sof kol sof at the end, everything will be rectified. Ve'avonot yitapchu lizchuyot and in the end, all of the sins and transgressions and iniquities a person did, all of them will be transformed into merits. And everything will be turned into good. As we mentioned earlier already, in the previous paragraphs. And now going back to what Rav Nassim said on his initial question, if you remember in paragraph number 10, where he's explaining, Rav Nassim explaining the... The, the discussion between the wise men of Athens and Rabbi Yusha ben Hanania, the challenge of where's the center of the universe, if you remember that, that's the opening of the Kutemar Lesson 24. And it's going back to this, Rav Nosson, like we said there. All this is what Rabbi Yusha ben Hanania hinted to this, these atheistic, wicked, wise men of Athens. What Rabbi Shobin Hananya answered the wise men of Athens, telling them, You yourselves will bring us back, Ashley. Us, the, we, the Jewish people are called the triple fold cord of holiness because we have forefathers that we rest upon, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. You will bring us. And by you bringing us to the redemption, which is the time of joy, and you will be destroyed. The evil will be totally destroyed or turned into good. Mentioned above. That Rabbi Shabbat Hanani answered their question. You know, when they asked me, Amar, who has the chutzpah, the audacity to enter the exchange chambers, the domain of evil, in order to extract holiness. What was his answer? And then you're going to bring us. That, what does that answer to the question we said, if you remember? That's not an answer to the question. So his answer, that is the answer. By a Jew constantly focusing on the future joy, he can safely enter and exit the exchanged chambers while bringing out the holiness trapped therein. That's his secret. Where are you focusing when you're being thrown into the exchange chambers to extract the holiness? What is your focus? Every Jew in this world is thrown against their will into the exchange chambers, which is reflected into the daily challenges and suffering and pain that you go through in this exile. Each one according to what they're going through. No one's exempt. Nobody has a picnic life. Nobody. Unless, unless they do this. Unless they focus on the ultimate good and with their head connected to the future world, they're doing things in this world. Not that they're floating. They're here. But connecting the future joy into the present, giving them the ability to take every challenge, bullets being shot at them, and having a strong armor, and it doesn't penetrate me, it doesn't hurt me. I'm able to hold on and be happy for everything I'm going through. That's the key. Okay, again, let's see it inside. That Rabbi answered them, he reminded them about the unbelievable joy of the future time, the future redemption, the future world. This is so powerful that through this we can be happy, make ourselves happy, even now, with all the difficulties and challenges we're going through, as we mentioned earlier. 
words are strong. And through this, through this joy of the future of Shabbat, of the Beit HaMikdash that we mention every day, that's why we mention it, to remind ourselves of this. We can merit to get out of the exchange chambers. Okay? Which was mentioned there at the end by Rabbi Nachman in the lesson 24. That's hinted to in the question. Whether the wise man after that's who Miyemar. That's the, that's what they hinted to. Miyemar, who has the audacity to enter the exchanged chamber? Yemar is like Tmura, an exchange. Okay. By the way, it's amazing. Some have the custom when they reach Hashir Shalyom at the end of the morning prayers to stand up and to receive upon yourself. If it's now Sunday, to receive upon yourself the leftover impression of the neshama that you were extra, the extra neshama that you received from the previous Shabbat. One second, please. Sorry to interrupt, just a breast lover just passed away here in Jerusalem. There are those who have the custom also on Monday to stand up. And when they say Shir Shayom, to have in mind to keep with them the Ruach that they received on the past Shabbat. And then Tuesday, the Nefesh of the previous Shabbat. And then from Wednesday, it's the Nefesh of the upcoming Shabbat. Thursday, the upcoming Shabbat, the Ruach. Friday, the upcoming Neshama of the upcoming Shabbat. So there's this, there's, there's this thing to remember when saying the Shir Shayom, that it's a way that Chazal instituted in the morning davening to connect to Shabbat every day.